This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Travis Hancock, T-Bone, WFNZ in Charlotte, Mac and Bone in the morning. Uh, hey, are we ordering you lunch? I know you were th- potentially going through a, uh, a drive-thru. I was preparing to order you lunch and pay for it, by the way. Um, no, no. It, we had this whole beautiful radio plan. I was going to pull up at a certain time. You would call. You'd give me an order. It would, hilarity would ensue. Yeah. But Charlotte, Charlotte traffic, 77, got me. And uh, hand to the sky, nothing sums up more what we're going through as Charlotte sports fans in the preseason than me getting stuck in traffic and staring at the backside of a horse for 30 minutes. A, a horse? So, Yes, the back. Did you get lost? Trailer. No, it's like in the trailer, and I see the tail and the in the backside. And then I was going to take a picture for you of the of the horse's backside. And then the horse and the whole thing moved over. So I've even lost that whole thing. Oh right no, now. So no, there's no, there's no Arby's. There's no horse's ass. There's really nothing I'm providing you right now. That's of uh, of substance. All right. Well, it I had the whole order planned. So next time we yeah. do this, we'll try to coordinate it with you in the drive-through. And I will order for you. You will not know what I'm going to order for you. And I will order for you, and yeah. then I will uh, I will send you the money to cover it. Uh, so that well, I only that w- go through I only go through drive throughs about six days a week. So hopefully we could work it out of the schedule that way. Perfect, absolutely perfect. All right. Uh, my, the first thing I wrote down as I was watching the game on Friday night was, can Ikiakuanu pass protect? So I'll just start there. Can he? He can. Now, are we disappointed by what we've seen so far? Certainly, because when you look at the Panthers and the overall team, almost everything is new right? but the offensive line. So we didn't have any – there was no discussions about the worries of the offensive line outside of right guard because he's coming off an, an ACL and he's not back yet. Right. But besides that, left tackle, left guard, center, right tackle, we had no discussion. All of our discussions were about the weapons and Bryce yeah. Young and the staff. We had no discussions about the offensive line. So the fact that they struggled at this point, it's it's not I, – I, I wouldn't ring alarm bells. It's worth noting that it's not good. But Icky last year had one of the, past, the best pass block rate grades in the past decade for rookie left tackles. And we've seen a lot of left tackles come in and struggle and then get good. He came in pretty good. And now he seems to have a little bit of a preseason slump, but I, I trust that uh, okay. when, when it gets real, I think Icky's going to be fine. I don't, I don't know exactly what transpired, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't freak out about it just yet. Now, when the regular season starts and it happens, huh. then we can have that discussion probably at uh, drive-through line again. But right now, <laughs> I, I think there's reasons for concern, but I don't have him way high up on my list. Uh, but just, just so people understand. I have I have a curiosity about the the hush puppy breaded uh, fish strips at Arby's. I don't I just I'm not sure that's good or not. I'm not sure. Yeah. That that, that it's appealing. Anything hush puppy is definitely appealing. Uh, real well, quick you about just make this a thing when you when you spot something that you say I don't know how that would taste. Just send me and I'll go order it and I'll let you know how it is. <laughs> That's a perfect system. That sounds awful. That sounds awful, but in, uh, yeah. in a delightful way. Like I'll, I'll try it. Yeah. Hush puppy is great. 
Uh, hush, hush. The whole fish, t- I don't know. There's a lot going on there. There is a lot going on there, and not all of it good, I admit. Um, my, <laughs> my only caveat to uh, what Icky Juana did last year, we're talking about Travis Hancock of WFNZ in Charlotte. The only thing that, again, I'll, I'll draw this caveat to what you, the stat you brought out, is that they were almost exclusively a running team last year. Good point. So the... It's not that they were that passing was an element of surprise, uh, but it became a little bit easier to pass protect when you were you were so run heavy because that's the only way they were ever going to be good last year. Uh, and I'll just leave it at that. I hope that what we have seen from what we saw Friday uh, is just a blip. Here's your worry, Adam, about the offensive line, and it goes through the entire team. It's not just the offensive line, and we have to remember. And a lot of our listeners, you know, it's still it's still in a rebuild. It's still all new, and they weren't going to come out looking like the '89 Niners. But as far as the the offensive line goes, the biggest concern with them and the whole team is the depth of the team. Right. They they now some teams you could say that for a lot of teams, but for this team right here in Charlotte, the Carolina Panthers, they really can't afford to lose anybody anywhere. The only real deep position, as weird as that sounds, would probably be quarterback because Andy Dalton would be considered a really good upper echelon backup quarterback. But everywhere else, whether it's wideouts, backs, the offensive line, the defensive line, the linebackers, the secondary, they they if, if a rash of injuries happens anywhere, man, that's, that's yeah. my biggest worry. And you saw it when the twos played the Giants twos last week. The twos, hmm. That's that's a big well, term. Let me get let me get to the defense since you uh, I I don't know if you were talking about that, but I was concerned about the ones on defense. And now yeah. I know that defensive the defensive line was basically not there, but yeah. it was pretty pretty easy for Daniel Jones and company to go straight down the field the you know two times early against Carolina's defense. The coverage was just. I don't know. Maybe that was it was extra vanilla, but the coverage was not great. Receivers were wide open. I was concerned about that too. Yeah, you just have to hope. You know, people will say, "Oh, it's an excuse," but I do believe that Ryan Burns, Derek Brown, and Justin Houston not being in there does impact a lot. Now, the secondary, you know, Dante Jackson gets hurt in the game, and yeah. that goes back to the depth where he's coming off the Achilles in the secondary and. We know how gruesome of an injury that is to come back from. You can, but are you ever quite the same? Some guys aren't, and he leaves every game injured. Now, credit to Dante. He comes back in most of the time, but there's always something he's dealing with. And even he at his spot, then you move up C.J. Henderson up a level, and that's not where he is at his best. He belongs more in the, the rotation of guys. So, yeah, that was not good from the secondary, but... For that, if, if they get carved up early with Brown and Burns in there, then we got a massive problem. But for right now, I also felt like the Giants came out almost like they scripted the whole thing. Yes. Season. Like they had a plan. They knew what first 10 plays they're going to run, and the Panthers are kind of like, eh, whatever. I'm not saying that's good per se, but I felt like the Giants were going through that like they were in the regular season almost with Daniel Jones and those weapons. Like they, they went through their best plays that they had for right now. And the Panthers, I don't think, ever really even planned for what they were going to do for preseason. Yeah, there there was a little bit more misdirection from the Giants right. <laughs> than I anticipated. Yeah. But I also know, don't know that that's their entire offense anyway. So it's like they—I don't, they, I don't think they have a lot of. Yeah. 
Yeah, they don't have a lot of uh, just off-tackle to the left. It seems like they've always got something a little bit different plan, such as uh, the, I guess, the game plan of Brian Dable. The other thing is, and I use the Bill Belichick test here, uh, how many players on offense do, if you are a, an opposing defensive coordinator, so if you're if you're running Atlanta's defense on the 10th, who do you have to shut down? Yeah, that's been the big question all offseason, and I kind of like the setup of the wideouts. I think they did the best they could with getting Bryce Young. They had to give up something, and it right. was D.J. Moore. Every, every, and it goes, again, it's a depth thing. Every guy that they have in there, Thielen, um, D.J. Chark, Terrace Marshall, when he's in there, uh, Mingo, who I think is going to get better and better yeah. as it goes along. I like him. They all do, they all have their unique traits that fit something. Thielen, possession. First, that tight end, we know what he can do. D.J. Chark down the field. Mingo and and Marshall Jr. are kind of catch the ball and run through you type guys. They all do something a little different. Miles Sanders out of the backfield, I think, catching the football is going to be a big yep. deal. He had 50 catches as a rookie in Philadelphia. They have so many dudes there. They went away from that. He could be another safety valve with Chenault back there out of the backfield. They all do something a little different. Now, again, Marshall's hurt. And when you take one guy out of that equation, it's, it's, the best thing about the receiving group is it's all of them that are there. But when you start to take a couple guys away or one guy away, Chanel's got a concussion, there's not a lot of guys after that that can do different stuff. You don't want it to just be Thielen and Chark and away we go. You have to have four or five guys in the mix there. And Bryce Young will go through his reads. We see that. He will, yep. he will go one, two, three, four and find those guys. But when you start, and they, when you start to take guys away from that, there's not that 1A, there's not that Jefferson, there's not that Diggs, and that's that's the next step, I think, in their offense is eventually finding a guy that can be that big game-breaker guy. All right, before we let Travis Hancock go, at T-Bone, WFNZ, uh, on X. Again, I always sound kind of weird saying it that way, but yeah. that's what it is, yeah. uh, what it is now. Uh, do you expect Miles Sanders? We, I mean, Frank Reich's already said the starters are going to play some during the uh, final preseason game on Friday at home against the Lions. Do you expect Miles Sanders to be among them? Yeah, that's a great question. That was one of our our topics today. Is you, you can go, yeah, you can go either way on it because I'm I'm under the belief at this point, hey man, just when you're a running back now, the 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 lifespan is so short. He's so valuable. Just you know, whatever. Don't don't worry about it. But the offense has been so bad for this particular game. Some fans think it's a must-win game here in Charlotte, believe it or not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my oh, gosh. That's, that's a must-win game? Yeah. NFL media analyst Mike Lombardi is already talking about Frank Wright getting fired in the preseason. That That's a whole thing going no, on. No, he's but, not. Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he's gone after David Tepper for the hire. Why isn't David Tepper under fire? Oh, oh, Mike Lombardi has gone completely off the rails. Is he, is he auditioning Frank for Wright. a job? <sighs> well, his son was on the previous staff. So we wonder oh, okay. if there's been a little bit of, is he, is he bad? But the point of that is, I would normally say don't play Miles Sanders. But for this game, uh, they need to show something on offense. And if they have to put him out there, even for a, a drive, I, I'm not opposed to it. Just to, They have to come away feeling good about themselves as a first-team offense. Not a field goal. We don't need to see him go Kurt Warner, 99. But they need to, they need to go into the next couple of weeks feeling good about themselves. And if that – involves Miles Sanders for a drive, then I think we kind of may have to see that. Yeah, I mean, I can see a drive, but I also think the most important thing is getting Miles Sanders to September 10th 
hundred percent healthy. Yeah. Uh, and practice is a little bit different than even a preseason game, a friendly. Uh, but I do think we're going to see the first half uh, starters play for pretty much most, if not all, of the first half, which yeah. I, I think they probably need uh, to establish something. And I think the running back position, the two guys they have back there could probably, the other guys could probably be okay. And maybe we see a little bit uh, more of LaVisca Chenault uh, in that yeah. role if he's healthy. But at this point, you're just trying to get to the opener healthy Travis right. Hancock next yeah, we, time we have uh we have Mike Lombardi ripping Frank Reich in the preseason and Chris Sims went off the other day on his podcast uh, what a how Bryce Young should have been the number I mean what are we what, what month are we in? it was it wasn't just Chris Sims going off it was was it Johnny Muscles Johnny yeah. Muscles was talking to Chris Sims we we're actually going to play that on the other side of the break <laughs> I cannot wait for people if people haven't heard that Man, it is the greatest, dumbest thing that I have heard in the month of August. Uh, we, at this pace, we may have you talking hurricanes by about September 10th at this point. That, that's where we're trending right now. Jacob Slavin on the program tomorrow, Travis. So uh, right, I'm all, I know it. I'm all set. Uh, all right, next time uh, we're going through an Arby's drive-thru. You got it, man. All right, man. Take care. Travis Hancock, WFNZ in Charlotte at T-Bone. WFNZ from Mac and Bone in the morning. Yes. If you haven't heard Chris Sims and Johnny Muscles and Chris Sims' wife questioning Bryce Young, no kidding. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.